You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. Today is Friday, June 4th, 2021, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, 40 Star Trek actors and artists stand against hate in the Trek for Equality. Julie McNamara exits Paramount Plus as head of programming, and I've got the answer to Tuesday's trivia question. I'm Allison Pitt, and today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month of counseling at betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Forty actors and artists known for their work on Star Trek have endorsed a new initiative called Trek for Equality. Drawing attention to organizations that fight intolerance and inequality, as reported earlier this week in a story on StarTrek.com. Freelance writer Jay Stoby reached out to Armin Shimmerman and wife Kitty Swink to launch the movement intended, as Stoby describes it, to rally our community around a collection of organizations that have worked tirelessly to remedy various forms of injustice. In a statement signed by such Star Trek notables as Wilson Cruz, Gates McFadden, Alexander Siddig, and Rod Roddenberry, Trek for Equality encourages fans to learn more about organizations that are seeking to overcome intolerance and embrace equality. The statement finds deep resonance with the values of Star Trek, declaring, If we have learned anything from the inclusive and optimistic future envisioned by Star Trek, it is that we must take bold steps and support those who offer genuine solutions to the problems that oppose the forward-thinking values that we cherish. Five social justice organizations working in areas of racial injustice, LGBTQ rights, AAPI concerns, women's rights, and gun law reform are highlighted in the statement, with a call for readers to not only learn, but also get involved as much as possible. In reflecting on the mission of Trek for Equality, Armin Shimmerman even coined a new, unofficial rule of acquisition, saying it's not enough to personally live long and prosper. We must also seek that blessing for our friends, neighbors, and community. Rule of acquisition number 251, humanity is all our business. You can read the full statement and learn more about the featured organizations by visiting StarTrek.com. Big business news last week as Deadline reported that Julie McNamara is resigning from her position as executive vice president and head of programming at Paramount+. After 15 years with CBS, the move to leave the streaming network may come as a surprise as the success of Paramount Plus and its predecessor, CBS All Access, have only grown under her leadership. McNamara spent 10 years at CBS Studios, developing several popular series before joining what was then known as CBS All Access as the executive vice president of original content. In 2019, she was named alongside fellow CBS executive Sherry Redstone on the Hollywood Reporter's Women in Entertainment Power 100 list. In 2020, McNamara was elevated to head of programming for Paramount+, and in the last five years, she's been a key player in the Star Trek universe, overseeing the development of Star Trek's Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, and Strange New Worlds. She was also the same executive who told us back in February not to expect a Section 31 series until one of the series currently in production comes to an end. In an email to McNamara's staff, the departing executive wrote, 
Dear colleagues and friends, I'm writing to share the news that I am leaving Paramount+. Plus. This is a truly bittersweet moment as I think about everything we've accomplished together, especially an amazing roster of prestigious and franchise shows that we can all be proud of. Citing the success of CBS All Access, McNamara went on to say, The introduction of our original series exponentially grew the subscriber base and profile of the platform and set the stage for what's to come. Now Paramount Plus is launched and poised to capitalize on the breadth and depth of talent across multiple brands, with series lined up by the incredible P Plus creative team. Now there's no word yet on what's next for Julie McNamara, but please join everyone at Daily Star Trek News in wishing the best for her in her future endeavors. I've got the answer to Tuesday's trivia in just a moment, but first, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I've visited counselors off and on for most of my life, and I can tell you from experience that one of the worst things is having to actually go in person. It's hard to face people when you know you're going for a session, and it's really uncomfortable fielding questions from work when you have to take time off for a regular appointment. It's one of the reasons that I've never lasted very long in therapy. Now, BetterHelp addresses that problem by taking your counseling online. You can message your counselor when it's convenient for you, and whenever you feel most comfortable. Best of all, their counselor's broad range of expertise means that you can get specialized help, even if it's not available in your local area. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a Daily Star Trek news listener, you can get 10% off your first month of counseling by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash DSTN. Join over a million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash DSTN. And now, <laughs> it's the answer to this week's Trek Trivia. On Tuesday, we reminisced about the encounter between the Federation and the Ferengi in the TNG Season 1 episode, The Last Outpost. Here, the Enterprise was chasing down a group of Ferengi suspected of having stolen a piece of equipment from a Federation outpost. During their encounter, the two ships were trapped in a force field emanating from a planet which was formerly a part of the Takan Empire. After Riker meets the challenge of the Empire's guardian, Portals... Not 47. <laughs> 623. Portal 63. The ships were released and the stolen piece of equipment was returned. So we asked, what was that piece of equipment? The answer? A T9 energy converter. It turns out that the Ferengi had pilfered the energy converter from the outpost, claiming that Gamma Tori 4 was within their territory and therefore rightfully theirs to have. Spoiler alert, it wasn't. And for your bonus points, the Ferengi LaTeX was portrayed by none other than Armin Shimmerman, the first of three Ferengi characters he played in the Star Trek universe. Shimmerman also played Damon Bracter in the TNG Season 2 episode, Peak Performance, and of course, beloved Quark from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. For more Trek trivia, tune in next Tuesday. And if you're wondering why I keep saying Portal 47, uh, that's because uh, that's from my friend Larry Nemechek. Go and check out his Portal 47. It, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. Tell him I sent you. <laughs> and finally today, don't forget that we've got an awesome giveaway going on for you this week. 
Three grand prize winners will get a mini Batleth No Touch tool, plus a code for a T6 Clothos class Miracle Worker Cruiser and Klingon Personnel Pack, all of which are courtesy of Star Trek Online. To find out how to enter and to check out all the prizes, head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash Star Trek Online. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, and written by Chris Peterson and Jack Brown, with trivia by Alex Safer. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out how you can add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Allison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend and live long and prosper. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.